This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, good to have you along on this podcast. And once again, we took a look at a brand new album on The Night Shift on What's New 23. We were joined by Eddie Parsons, also Ross Swanson, fabulous guitar player, and of course, Louise Shufflebottom. What a singer she is. They all know what they're talking about when it comes to the world of music and that this week under the microscope was the one and only Ellie Golding and her brand new album. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yes, indeed. Welcome back into the show. And once again, we are going to talk music with our esteemed panel of musicians. Uh, To my left, I have uh, guitarist Ross Swanson. How are you, sir? Oh, good evening, Mark. I'm well. How are you? I think you had a good time last week with with Luke Combs. The best best time possible. (laughs) We've also got drummer Eddie Parsons uh, right opposite me. Eddie, great to see you again. You've been posting pictures of your 1980s years <laughs> in bands. What hairstyles you sported back then? <laughs> big, eh? big hair, yes. <laughs> big, big hair of big the 1980s, hair. I'm sure. The hairspray must have been off the wall. Oh, uh, no. No? Oh, no. No? Nay, nay, nay. And thrice nay again. I was always <laughs> accused of, of, of uh, having a perm, which I didn't. And naturally curly hair. And I was always... Uh, um, had the mick taken out of me of being like the hairspray boy, but no, yeah, no twas not the case. It oh, was all natural. I, I shall retract that uh, comment <laughs> then, uh, Eddie. <laughs> and we have, and I've christened, I'm going to christen, I was thinking about this, the Simone Cowell of Dubai. Um, <laughs> Louise um, Shufflebottom joins us. Louise, we love your comments. You don't mince your words, really, do you, when it comes to music? I've been asked to review stuff. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. And we're so looking forward to what you've got up your sleeve tonight. <laughs> Louise keeping it real. Yeah. Before we get to uh, our album, a couple of headlines. Um, Luke Coombs, and we were speaking about his new album last week, Getting Old, which we all loved, is apparently now opening a multi-level entertainment complex in downtown Nashville. 3,200 capacity and it's going to re- reflect his passions for music songwriting and sports as well so he's um he's getting into the business side of the ka-ching, ka-ching. Of nice bit of business branching out yeah exactly branching out another headline i've come across um of course we've got the king charles coronation coming up in the uk and headlining the show is going to be katie perry who we played earlier on with roar lionel richie and andrea Bocelli. What do we think of that? Uh, more importantly, take that a play in. Yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> They're a bit <laughs> further down the bill. It doesn't matter. With or without matter. Robbie? Do with you know? A, no, I don't think it's with Robbie. Don't mention it? his name. No, no without him. <gasps> yeah. Without him. The, well, just the three now. Presumably, um, the Queen will do. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's a load more. I'm, I'm sure um, he'll be on top of the palace or somewhere. Yeah. He will, uh, Brian <laughs> his <May>. usual gig. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Lionel Richie, definitely always a good time. With yeah. like, I watched him yeah. here. Just yeah, I was going to yeah, say, festival, he did a great before. kick here. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a great yeah. entertainer as well as being a fabulous songwriter, isn't he? It's just it's just pure joy to watch him. Yeah. All night long. Pure joy. No, yeah. running with the night. It was I'm just saying the concert's going to probably go all night long. song and I was just... Oh, nice one, Ross. So that's going to be happening, by the way, if you want to watch that concert on the 7th of May. Dancing on the scene. Uh, also, George Michael. <laughs> Hello. George Michael, a comfortable lead in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know how they have voting for fans that you can vote for who you want to go in there. George mm. Michael, apparently, way ahead. In second place is Cindy Lauper with Warren Zevon in third, uh, ahead of High and, Iron Maiden and Soundgarden in fourth and fifth. 
Any good choices? Interesting. I think we've got to get George Michael in the rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we define this, rock and roll a, differently, I guess. Is this an American uh, or British? Yeah, American. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, well, uh, that that would explain Soundgarden then. Yeah. Who is Warren Zevon? Apologies. Warren Zevon. He he did. The, uh, didn't he do Werewolves of London? Werewolves of London. <laughs> oh, Remember right. that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think he's probably done numerous uh, movie tracks. I think out of the. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Cindy Lauper and what she's done with not only her own stuff but musicals. Um, yeah. But George Michael's I done think, a lot. Yeah. George Michael's mm. done quite he deserves, a lot. He yeah. definitely yeah. deserves so. to be in there. Yeah. Final headline, um, Millie Bobby Brown, of course of uh, Stranger Things fame, <laughs> is um, getting herself married to John Bon Jovi's son, Jake, right. Jake Bon Jovi. And they're the pretty young. He's 20 and she's 19. Uh, Ross? <laughs> okay. I mean, good for them. Good yeah. for them. So, yeah, stranger things have happened, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh, Ross is on fire yeah. tonight. <laughs> stranger things have happened. Look out. I wonder who the, I wonder who the wedding band is going to be. Is it going to yeah, be his old man's yeah. band? <laughs> Come on, Dad. Come on, you can do a turn for the uh, and get Richie out for good measure. Yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, those are our musical headlines. Let's get down to our business of a new album to review. Last week, when I mentioned the name of Ellie Golding, uh, Louise was, you know, oh, do we have to do Ellie Golding? But I, I, you never know; she might have a, a bit of a different take on it. I mean, <laughs> Ellie Golding, we are not that big a, a fan of her previous work. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, no, see, pre- I, no pressure, Lou. Like, you know? I, I feel like I'm just. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. I feel like if I say anything bad, I'm going to get in trouble. No. Um. As far I've seen it, I watched her in her early days at Glastonbury. She did put on a great show. I've yeah. not seen anything that she's done since. She has matured. Um. But no, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I, I mean, she uh, did I the opening ceremony surprised. of Expo 2020 with, uh, you know, a whole array of other artists. And again, I thought she was absolutely fantastic. A great choreography and lots going on around her. But um, she did a brilliant job. Let's get into uh, a tune. Uh, once we've heard the first tune, we can kind of all chill a little bit. All right. <laughs> all right. And, uh, ha- you know, have what we got to say. So this is her, um, what is it, her fifth studio album. It's called Higher Than Heaven. First song, Easy Lover.
That's Ellie Golding then, uh, Easy Lover, a little bit of rapping coming up. Um, what do we make of that as, as a first tune, Ross? Um, you, you messaged me and said, I've done Easy Lover, and I'm quite yeah. liking that. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I love this one. I really love this one. It had, it's the most popular one so far. It's got 11 million views on YouTube, if you're, you know, if yeah. that means anything to you. Yeah. Uh, the smooth, warm pads in the beginning, I love that. The 16th note bass line, that, that pulse, it's more of a keyboard part, but what's serving as the bass line, fantastic. Awesome pre-chorus, short and to the point. I love the phrasing and melody of the chorus, vocally speaking. And killer harmonies, we just heard those. Fantastic. It's got a perfect middle eight bridge part coming up that we're going to hear in a few minutes, or in a couple of minutes. Uh, and yeah, I just love it. I lo- overall, I initially thought it was a bit simple, but after a few plays, man, I mean, it's tr- it's expertly packed a ton of variety into a, a song mm-hmm. this size. You know, it's digestible for the listeners. Great pop tune. Love it. Um, vocally, um, there's some, as Ross says, some pretty cool harmonies yes, going on. I really like. I mean, it's difficult to elaborate because Ross has just covered Sorry. it all. But <laughs> no, you are correct. Um, the, um, I agree with everything you've just said. So I was like nodding <laughs> along as you were saying it all. But yeah, the, I like this one a lot. Like, I got a good scent, like good feeling. It's good vibe, good bop. I like the harmonies very much. Yeah. yeah, like it. <laughs> Can we have more more compliments for Ellie Golding? I like <laughs> it. Uh, Eddie. <laughs> well, I was um, pleasantly surprised because when I first heard the title, I thought, is that a cover of yeah, uh, Phil Collins? Phil Collins. <laughs> but, uh, I was hoping it was not. Obviously be not. Cover. But it, it's interesting because we were talking earlier off mic uh, before the show. Uh, about uh, Ross and I were discussing how you get that modern sound and we've, we've, we've chatted a few times over the months about you get that real high compression when it's right up in, in your face yeah. and you can yeah. hear this it's, it's right there and it sounds to my ear like it's very close mic it's very close mic and it's really sensitive to the probably using really high-end gear, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you can do that beautiful breathy and that she's got almost like that high girly kind of sound, which is she's made her own. And it's just been so well produced, as Ross was saying. And it's right up there in your face. So the mm. production of it is just right there. And it's got that. It's got everything, as, as the guys were saying. It's, it's very modern. It's very now. It's poppy. It's dancey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, poppy, dancey. Um, Just to add to that, yeah, there, if you do a little bit of looking, it, it, it doesn't take long. Uh, there's a beautiful acoustic version of this as well, where she's in oh, a studio okay. with some fantastic instrumentation, string sections and what have you, mm. uh, great musicians. It's a really cool version of this song as well. So, yeah, it's great. Great is, tune. It, Ross, is her voice the same on that acoustic version? Is uh, it... Well, no, it's it's completely live. So it's uh, you know it sounds live. This is obviously produced and and uh, probably mildly pitch corrected and stuff yeah. like that. Because you know what I mean. Because she's got that oh, yeah. very very sort of yeah. Like I said, like a girly, um, a young girl's voice. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, sweet and high. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. on a live gig, she probably belts it out a bit more. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, both of them are beautiful versions. I, I mm-hmm. really like this song. Yeah, I mean Louise vocally. Uh, you know, how would you describe her, her, her voice? I'm, I'm still looking for more from Louise. But that's, she's got yeah. that sound, though, hasn't she? That, she that, that. Yeah, perfect. You, perfect voice I for think pop. She's got, yes, yeah, she's got the perfect pop voice. And actually, when we get to some of the other songs, she's actually got quite a good low range. Has she got the strongest voice? No, it can be a bit. You want me, You wanted me. You were desperate for me to use this word. Can be a bit insipid. Apologies. 
But <laughs> in general, yeah. it's perfect for the kind of stuff that she's doing. And yeah. she does write some I really I think she knows songs. her niche. She knows yeah. what, what her music yeah, is, she what said she is. This, this album is, it's not overcomplicating anything. It's a pop album about stuff that she wants to sing about. Like, she, that's yeah. what she said in her description of it. Yeah. Just before and we carry on, uh, Ross, I'm guessing uh, that she probably has a team behind her. A gazillion people, producers, top session guys, you name it. I, I would I would imagine so. I, I actually didn't research that for this one, so I don't really know if she's who she's using if she's if she is at all. But uh, I mean by the sounds of it, it's yeah. I mean it sounds yeah. like she is, yeah, yeah. And hey, good on good on her for that. I mean, when you're trying to put out a, a pop album like this, you like a good team behind you to of make course. the right choices. So, um, and she's certainly made them with that. With that Hi, tune. Yeah, Higher Than Heaven is uh, the album. Ellie Golding, fifth studio album. We've got more music from her, and we'll hear from her when we come back. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Ellie Golding is who we're talking about on the show today. She's got a brand new album out, just released last week, Higher Than Heaven. It's her fifth studio album. We heard the first single, Easy Lover. And here she is talking about the fact that she's really enjoying, once again, after the pandemic, reconnecting with her fans. Obviously, the pandemic kind of took a few... It felt like it it kind of ripped a few years away from us of, 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 you know, productivity and, um, and well, just like, uh, any, anything normal really. And so I felt like that kind of simultaneously slowed things down and sped things up. I don't know how that even works, but, um, I didn't really, really get to, I didn't get to tour with my last album. I didn't get to really have the connection with my fans. Um, I tried to keep up with them as much as possible, but like, you know, it's really hard to figure out, how people are responding to your album without actually being on tour without seeing the reaction to the songs live and so that I struggled with that and it's so nice to feel like I am just fully connected with with people with this music yeah releasing an album Louise and not actually touring it it must be feel a bit frustrating really yeah because you write these songs and it doesn't matter how much downloads you get at the time if you can't kind of gauge an audience reaction to them you know, mm. you just you. I would imagine you question how good they are, and or you know, songs that you might not necessarily have thought would work on the album work better live. So it, yeah, it's difficult to yeah. do that and not see the, a reaction, yeah, not yeah. see the fruits of it uh, yeah. being sang back at you. Really, yeah. let's get into another song. This is called "Let It Die." Suck the life out of me I feel my cup To drink you into someone else And I blame myself And I Had a dream that we were perfect for each other Someone said driving through the suburbs We're going further And I hear a voice And it's asking me Holding on to love for life 
That's the second track then that we're looking at. Let It Die, it's called, from Ellie Golding's new album. Uh, Eddie, very much in the kind of dance groove on, on that song. Yeah, I had a... When she first started singing at the beginning of this song, I had a reminiscence of Britney. I don't know why, because okay. it's not yeah. exactly like Britney, but there was just a hint there. But what was interesting is there's obviously a lot of um, technology being used excellently here especially that bass line is, is the best bass line and i'm not even sure whether that was a guitar at the very beginning or ross would be able to tell yeah, us or is that a, a sample keyboard. who knows but i'm guessing yeah. the drums are either computer uh, created or sampled or triggers because i don't think that's real drums there's no way no but on a live <laughs> gig you might have a, a live kit supporting yeah. the trigger yeah, drums yeah, playing yeah. along with it like the drummer yeah. would be on on a track and they would have those specific he'd either be triggering that sound or yeah. just playing live to beef up that sound live yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah uh, it's such a, a production song yeah ross yeah that intro was super inviting it really kept my interest like the anticipation that they were able to build like where are they heading with the rest of the song and then that riff comes in and i'm like oh that's cool i, I really like that when the full band comes in, we're calling it a band just for the, you know. Um, <laughs> when the but, guy in his computer comes yeah, in. No, no, I'm, I'm sure someone played it. It could be on, on uh, you know, like one of those uh, SPDX pads or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when the band comes in, I just wish they hit it with a bit more power. It kind of didn't really dynamically change a lot. Uh, they could have altered the riff maybe slightly, you mm -hmm. know, that kind of thing. But it, overall, I love the riff. I, I think they missed a bit of an opportunity to really, really smash this one. But overall, I, I did like I did like it. I dig the vocal mm -hmm. melody and rhythm and also the, the placement of harmonies, not just the fact that they're in there, but where they're putting yeah, them. I really yeah. thought that was really smart. I hate saying this. I was about to say it, and then I realized I hate when people say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, really smart choices as far yeah. as the placement of the harmonies. Smart choices, yeah, Louise. I mean, those harmonies, as Ross said, are really, really, really cool and, and well well done. It's an interestingly cheerful song, considering it's just about letting your relationship die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got a really good, I'm like, you just see yourself walking around the house going, let it die. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's good now. Again, another one, good vibe. I can see, like... There being a lot of strong remixes of this that might do yeah. the stuff that you think's missing, and mm -hmm. I think it would be. I think these are all interesting ones to see or hear how they do them live. Yeah, would like it you said they might have more punch to them. Mm -hmm. Would it be going back to the harmonies? Would it be old school? I suppose where it's just her doing her own harmonies, or would that be computer her voice being computer edited and sort of? It sounds that way, doesn't it? It sounds like there's treatment on there. What do you think, Ross? Would it be her just doing that? Separate? Yeah, because that's old school doing it that she, way. I think she'd be singing them. They're definitely treated, but uh, she'd definitely get in there and sing them, in my opinion, anyway. That's how, you know... Because they sound period. so perfect. It's mm -hmm. like almost yeah, too yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Phil Pendlebury would be... Uh, yeah, he'd, tell <laughs> he'd be all, <laughs> Phil would be all over that. Get well soon, Phil, by the way. <laughs> Any saturation going on there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's squeeze in another tune, Like a Saviour. Someone to rescue me Then you danced in 
I think that one had got the beef in there when uh, when it kicked in. As uh, Ross said, when the band kicked in, it really came along and uh, really came right up front in that song. Yeah, this is my favorite song of these selected yeah. uh, selected tunes. I love the eerie kind of murky intro. I love that with a bit of the filter effect. Sick groove and bass line. I love it. Uh, I may have had the, the keys or the pads slightly less prominent in the beginning during the verses, but I mean... I'd have to hear both ways to know for sure. This this is great. It's great the way it is. Chorus, love the melody. Sorry, I'm going to try not to step on too much of the vocal stuff here, <laughs> yeah, so right. I can leave that for Lou over here. But uh, it remi- I love the, the pre-chorus and the big 80s drum fill. You can touch on that a little bit uh, in a sec, Eddie. And uh, it kind of had reminded me a little bit of separate ways, a little bit groove-wise. Yeah. Vocally, it had hints of uh, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, Miley Cyrus, if you've heard that. Okay. So, yeah. I was going to say Dua Lipa. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Dua Lipa, like, that yeah. very similar stuff that she's doing where it's got yep. the kind of 80s sound to it yeah, love with it. the like affected instruments as as the this is my untechnical name for it whatever you call it like <laughs> it's giving me um, yeah but nothing breaks like a heart what's the the dually for song I can't it's gone yeah. I had it in my head and then I <laughs> get that in Eddie was that you on drums by the way on the studio there <laughs> no but it's interesting listening to the guys now because it basically uh, reinforces what, we, what we've said um, for several months now with these modern albums they sound current it sounds current it's yeah. got all the right bits in it mm-hmm. that's the, the the sound the production it's what you hit what you hear nowadays it's it's now it's happening it's what we're all used to uh, just to complete what uh, Ross was saying about that that 80s snare drum exactly what I thought it was a, like a nod back to a sort of Michael Jackson sort of feel you know mm. a real fat snare yeah and it, it sort of it's it's really fat and thumpy thuddy yeah. he loves yeah. a fat snare yeah. and it's and it's like it's not tuned up to be oinky this is this is detuned so it's yeah yeah and it's really and it's obviously been treated of yeah. course not but a bad little tune that one great, is it? great. Like, uh, really good. I, I listened to this three times today just on my own not because I had to I, d- I just put it <laughs> oh. on because I love the tune I, I think this if it's not de- I don't know if it's destined to be the next single I think it should be it I is, think it's it is re- yeah. 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 we're going to come back we've got another couple of songs to play from this album from Ali Golding this is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, we are reviewing Higher Than Heaven, the fifth studio album from uh, Ellie Golding. So far, so good. It seems to be uh, positive vibes that are around the studio. Let us know what you think. Uh, we've got our fourth song. This is By the End of the Night. Your 
with a brand new drug I wanna taste, wanna dry my tears They disappear when I'm with you By the end of the night, by the end of the show, are we going to be giving Ellie Goulding uh, the thumbs up? I, I must say I'm pleasantly surprised. I didn't expect the quality from this album, and I think, Louise, you would probably agree with that. I am enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Like, um, this one, this one's the one that definitely sounds very similar to Physical by Dua Lipa. It's got that same yeah. um, effects on it, Like, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, now like that's fine. It's a re- like a, she has wrote a very very good pop album, pop album. Yeah. very catchy songs. You know, working with what's popular at the moment, still sticking to her. And like, I think these yeah. songs are going to work on stage on tour as well. Yeah, definitely. Like it's definitely you definitely know that you're going to have a good time. Yeah, you it's know, party and, night and all the stuff that she's going to play. Like if she plays lights and um, yeah. I can't think all the other songs have just fallen out of my head but you know you're up for a good night if you go and watch a Love Lies. Me Like You Do that, one, that one's a bit more that's a bit sadder <laughs> isn't it that's the, that's the waving your phone in the air moment but yeah. like it's definitely a great pop album Eddie I felt this song was a bit not as strong as the others more of an album filler if I'm brutally honest um, I wasn't sure whether that was actual guitar or a sample that was dung and dang has some interesting it, um, intros doesn't she it may have been a good, I don't know <laughs> Ross and I was sort of, I don't know is it sampled or whatever but um, yeah I mean she's 36 now she's um, she's a wealthy girl 30 million plus and in a sort of <laughs> so she's doing alright and as Lou said she'll probably do all the festivals and tours, tours mm. this coming summer be interesting to see how much of how it sounds live because we were saying off mic with, with Ross and I about um, it's it, these songs are so over overproduced in a sense that there's going to be all that going on plus a live band supporting yeah, it because yeah. you're not going to sound like that with a live band no, no way no 
No. But yeah, it's good, 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 uh, Ross. Well, I mean, the song is by the end of the night, and I got to tell you, by the end of this song, I wasn't completely sold on it. I got to <laughs> be, you know, the intro made me feel like I was underwater, and I loved that. It's not like, you know, uh, I, I thought it Bubbles was great. going on. Yeah, it was just really, you know, it was nice. Uh, when the band came in, uh, again, we're calling it a band, um, I was a little underwhelmed. It's fun and bouncy. It's just a little cartoony melodically for me and chord progression-wise. Uh, this is a personal opinion, of course. Uh, personally, this would have been one, like, if, if the artist brought it into the studio, we would say, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> nice, I got anything else. What else you got? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly right. that. It feel, And it, filler was exactly the word that I had uh, in my notes here. I, oh, I, I said yeah. it, feels, it feels a little bit like filler to me. But it's not, it's not a bad song. I just felt like it was a little too, mm. you know, cartoony. But, mm. um, yeah, hey. That's still, you know, she's still uh, got a good batting average here. Yeah. So, Well, we've had Love Me Like You Do from Ellie Golding. Here's a tune called Love Goes On. Seeing colours all around me, I don't recognise the palette. Suddenly I feel a change in me. Like a thunder in the deep, I light up, I just had to grab it. Suddenly I see the world differently Every time you put your arms around me It feels like forever The way you move is like a mystery Excuse the madness I just had to try and put it into words The way you make me feel So that is definitely my fave on the album. Nice jazzy chords in that and uh, loving the vocals. Love goes on Ellie Golding's uh, fifth studio album. And uh, as I said, my favourite tune from it. It's called Higher Than Heaven, uh, Louise. That's an earworm, that one. Like That's the one I found myself wandering around today going, it goes on. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> um, not my favourite. I think I agree with Ross on my favourite. It's between that and the... Uh, the first one for the top two out of this selection. Mm. Yeah. Um, but she's done another one. There's another one on this album called All By Myself, and she stole a sample from 
Depeche Mode, enjoy the silence. And she quoted, she was like, I might have upset a few Depeche Mode fans, but there we go. Um, Intentionally or unintentionally? Unintentionally, I would imagine. But you know what? People are precious and gatehold things. But uh, gatehold? Gatekeep? But yeah, I mean, will I listen to it regularly? No. Do I think I'll hear it out and probably enjoy it? Yes. Makes any sense. What to about anybody? you, Eddie? Is it going to sell? This is going to be played around pool parties and on the beach, uh, in the car, driving down the beach road, in clubs and remixed. But I got a definite Bruno Mars feel on this. Yeah. Like the, the, the beautiful chords, and it had that sort of, you know, that the, what's his new thing? Um, Sonic. Um, his, new, his new album, is it something Sonic? Soul Sonic. Soul Sonic, yeah. It's got that very sort of Bruno Mars kind of feel about it. It's uh, again, it's very much in the pocket and what you would expect. Uh, yeah, I like it. Mm. Ross, no, I'm the only one that didn't like this tune. I guess <laughs> oh, really. I, yeah, I think. Oh, and, and again, the big fat, yeah, the fat Michael snare. Jackson snare yeah, with love, a bit of hand claps mixed in there or whatever it is. Yeah. Loves a fat snare. That's his signature <laughs> snare line coming out. Just fat <laughs> snares. That's what he's yeah. gonna call. Uh, I made a few edit notes on this one. If we, if she could, if I just this is me again. If she left the the rest of the choruses like the first one, I loved that. That was perfect in my opinion. Because on and on and on, that part goes on and on, <laughs> on and on and on. It just keeps going. It's fine, though. It's an earworm. But this is the uh, the trick of like longevity is that if you're if you're repeating something once or twice in a song, then by two or three listens, you've only you know heard it six times. But if you repeat it six times per listen, you know, and you've got your 18 times you've heard that. You know what I'm trying to yeah, say here? Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. It's just a lot. By the end of the song, it goes on and on. Uh, it, I'm not going to upset anybody. I'm just going to say, wasn't my favorite track, but, you know, I, I like the first chorus. But I think all in all, we've all been yes. kind of um, surprised by the quality you, of the album. Dare I say it was a bit formula written. I mean, it's, it's written for the dance floor, obviously, and yeah. they're all very similar but um, yeah. but well written, well produced, and yeah, overall, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, she's playing to her strengths. That's yep, exactly what she she Absolutely. said. She's doing that. She said, "I want," and I'm very aware I'm a good pop vocalist. Mm-hmm. So it's an album full of pop songs, and you're like, "Yeah, it is." Yeah, and there's no wrong with that, is there? There is nothing wrong with that. Is it going to be played in ten years' time? No, but for now great yeah make. it's great it's a great album there's lots of uh, little little noteworthy cure for love higher than heaven waiting for it how long uh, those are great songs from the album too i listen to the whole thing yeah uh you know there it's good it's really good it's a good album ross eddie and louise thank you so much for those comments i'm glad louise that <laughs> she had a little bit of an impression I'm on not you. this bad <laughs> You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.